You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Okay, now we've uh, we've had the first uh, first uh, part of this with Doug telling us about his career, and uh, I uh, we're waiting for Dr. Ben Fordham, MD. Doug, if you don't know who Dr. Ben Fordham, MD, is, he's from Two GB in Sydney, took over from uh, Alan Jones, and um, Al's not on the station anymore, and. Uh, He's uh, got some other matters he's attending to, and and um, and the doc rings in, and we're very happy when he rings in. So we'll just uh, chat on until uh, the phone goes. Um, uh, but at the start of this uh, part, I said that you were the games record holder at Footscray or the Western Bulldogs. I wasn't sure if that was correct or not. So you might clear that up for me. Are you the games record holder at whatever you call your club at the minute? Well, I'm still the games record holder, Sam, of the Footscray, which you call. You Footscray, call them Footscray. You don't course. call them Western Bulldogs. No, I don't. Well, I'm the games record holder of the Footscray Football Club. At 329 games. The great Teddy played 321. But I have been uh, taken over Usurped. by... Usurped. Uh, passed by Chris Grant. <laughs> Chris Grant passed me. And uh, another bloke passed him. But it was called the Bulldogs then. Uh, Footscray Bulldogs. Uh, but now it's the Western Bulldogs. So oh. Brad Johnson now is the game's record holder of the Footscray Western Bulldogs. So but Dougie Hawkins is the game holder of the Footscray Football Club. That's you. You're speaking in Th- that's the third me. That person. is me about me. That's mm. me. Dougie Hawkins. Yeah, that's, that's the me. very person that you're speaking about <laughs> is you. And so, so there's three different record holders at uh, the club that you used to play for. Footscray, you're the record holder. The Bulldogs is Chris Grant and the Western <laughs> Bulldogs is Bucky. <laughs> Chris Grant's no. not in it. Oh. Uh, he got bypassed by uh, Brad Johnson, the oh, great Brad Johnson. The Western the Bulldogs. The smiling assassin. He uh, played 300... Uh, smile the s- smiling assassin. Smiling uh, <laughs> assassin. Smiling killer. He, uh, <laughs> he played 364 games for stroke Footscray Western Bulldogs. Now, that's two teams... Yes, yeah. no, it's you the one that? team, but I understand. Strokes is important. Two names, Dick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, but then, then you uh, went. To, have you played more it's games than him? Complicated. This no, but then <laughs> you went to Footscray, uh, to Fitzroy. Yes, I got sacked. No, but no, I moved I on. I'm not bitter. Hang on. Yeah, go it on. doesn't matter if you got sacked. We all we, we, we've been through yeah, all that. We all get right. sacked eventually yeah, from whatever yeah. we think we're yeah, doing. Right, yeah. So then you play. Do you still have played more games than Chris Johnson? Have you not? Chris, uh, What's his name? <laughs> Brad, Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Oh, Braddy, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't say I only accumulated uh, 21 more games at Fitzroy so to give me. So that would make you tw- 21 and 40, 50, 40, 350. 350. 350. And how many did Braddy? 364. I see. All right. So I had to combine Fitzroy to yeah, get to I the know 350. That, I, know. I understand but, that. Dave. But I did that because our, our great mate Bernie Quinlan was the coach. And Johnny Burt was a general manager. That's why I went there. And they're going to get Peter Dacos out of retirement. You didn't know that, Sam. No, I didn't. He didn't play in 94, Peter Dacos. He finished in 93. So, 95, when I went to Fitzroy with Simon Atkins, another teammate from Footscray, Collingwood was going to – Peter Dacos was going to go to Fitzroy. But I heard, uh, allegedly, 
that Collingwood paid him not to go to Fitzroy. Yeah. Allegedly. Did you oversee the uh, demise of Fitzroy? No, I got sacked uh, the next year. And then they went out of business. They went out of business. Uh, A bloke called Mick Noonan arrived from Adelaide, from North Adelaide Football Club. North. And he said to me, Dougie, you don't fit into my three-year plan. I said, Mick, if I did, for one, I'll be 39 at the end of it, which I can't fit yeah. into that. Yeah, he didn't fit into his three-year plan no, He lasted about eight weeks and won one <laughs> game and <laughs> he snatched it. So I, I should have stayed and just took his bluff, Sam, and took his bluff on. Called his bluff. Called even. his bluff, that's yeah. the word, called that's his bluff. Called his bluff. So I didn't do it. I uh, actually uh, actually said, listen, I can hear you saying that I'll be off the back pocket, I'll be off the bench. Uh, I played 21 games uh, under mm. Bernie Quinlan out of 22. I got six Brownlow medal votes, uh, finished sixth in the best and fairest. My move to Fitzroy was good because a lot of people said I was finished. Mm. But where I come from, Sam Braybrook, when they say you can't do it, guess what? That's bullshit. Where you came from. You can do it. You can do it if it's so in your don't, heart. So don't, you, you could play so me on a break on a lot of things in life, and I'm, I'm being serious, but uh, I tell you what, you should take me on the road as your speech coach because I've never heard someone fuck up the English language <laughs> more in a sentence. You get your tenses and your, uh, your, 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 your tenses wrong. Like Sam could be your... You come elegant. over... To Adelaide, you came over to Adelaide, Dave. But you know I'm trying. No, you know, you know, you know what I'm, I'm trying to I'm, say. I'm elocution, take, elocution. It sounds like I'm taking. Thank, thank you, Dick. I'm not. It sounds like I'm taking the piss, and I'm just. I'm qualifying this by saying, you could play me on a break in a lot of things, Doug. Because you could, but addiction, uh, uh, <laughs> and it's not one of them. Elocution, <laughs> addiction. I, I could come on the road as your Diction. speech therapist. I could. <laughs> Yeah, because you said successful, you said before. Uh, what did which I slaughter in that uh, paragraph su- Successful, there. what? What did I slaughter? You said you were successful. <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> you left out the double C in it. Successful. But I bloke. think people understand what he's saying. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it wasn't... Uh, you, have a, you have a kind of colourful brogue. Colourful brogue. I didn't go to... Bloke walked around the corner. There's a bloke climbing up a ladder. And he said, what are you doing? He said, I'm climbing the ladder to success. He said... Oh, yeah, he said, yeah, Sess is up the top. It's <laughs> a good one. Boom. <laughs> Bit off that, isn't it? He got up the top, he said, who are you? He said, I'm Sess. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so there we are. ดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีกว่าดีก
Sam, no, I don't like electric cars. So the hoax of the electric vehicle industry, it is it bullshit, is bullshit. Doug. Well, they blow up. Well, for a They're start. no good. For a start. Now, this is, this is, I don't make these things up. This comes on the, the these are the people that, what is that? Ooh. Is that a crash? <laughs> what happened? I think the door slammed oh, over. I don't think it's. I think it's the wind. So Maybe it's guarded. So yeah, that, the that charging the banks, the charging banks where electric cars are meant to plug into. If there's a bank of four of them, four, yeah. and you want to charge your car quickly. Now, now listen to this, Doug. This, I'm not saying this. This is you can right. Google this. I want to add something on the says, back of this, Sam, to you. They take as much power to charge quickly uh, a bank of four charging stations as in a day that would power 1,600 homes, 1,600 households. Extraordinary. And they said there is, this is what it said here, there is not enough copper wire in the world to be able to service an, elect, an electric vehicle industry in the um, Western Hemisphere. There, so it is an absolute hoax. It'll never happen. Yep. Uh, but people feel warm and fuzzy about trying to save the planet. And then they said, then they said this, this is another study. This is how you have, it's people who talk about COVID and then they talk about something else and they say it's all bullshit. A study found out that CO2, which is carbon dioxide, is greening the earth and making vegetation flourish worldwide. Yep. They said you can't put enough CO2 into the atmosphere to... Because trees drink it up. Trees drink it up. And we are being told that you shouldn't have gas in your stove. You know, you should use electricity. You shouldn't drive um, fossil... You shouldn't use fossil fuels uh, in cars. It is an absolute hoax. Uh, the planet is not suffering. Climate is changing, but it's not because of human activity. Can I change tack a bit, Please. Sam, with that? I went into the bank the other day and I said to the teller, uh, I want $1,000 cash. And you know what she said to me? What do you want it for? That's right. Really? Uh, is that right? She asked. She asked. She said to me, the what cheek. do you want it? I said, sorry? Yep, that's I said, right. I said, it's none of your business. Well, I want it. That's my money. Yep. No, no, what do you want? We got what we have to do. This is our job. I yes, said, that's bullshit. You should have said for, um, uh, you, you should have said for provisions. I'm buying some uh, groceries. Yeah. Full back control. Whatever, you don't yeah. Just say whatever you like. And, and then, is cash, is cash going to be cut out, Sam? Is that. Well, they're trying to do that because that's a way that they want to control. People, you know, the older people don't can't do all that sort of stuff. No, that's why they haven't got rid of it. But thank It'll God for the boomer generation. Cash will not go. Well, I hope. No, they want to get rid of it because once they do, then basically they'll bring in what's called the, the social credit system. Whereas if you're like Sam and you, you, know, you, you question the diversity, equity, inclusion, they switch off your bank account for a week. So you can't eat. You know what I mean? This, it's a, oh, absolutely. This, this already exists in China, by but the so, way. So if, you, if you're overweight... They can actually, they can do use that as a weight loss. Well, Cut your it, things off so you can't it, eat. This is true, but uh, it, it's <laughs> if you serious? misbehave. It's a social no, credit system, right? That's why they want it. And that we used as control. And also another reason is the electric vehicles are about control because, you know, you, when you have a car full of petrol, you can drive up to... Anywhere. You can drive up, yeah, yeah, you can drive up yeah, to yeah. nil and then, you know, you fill up again enough, and off you go. enough battery... There's uh, no way you can... You yep. can't drive. It's 15-minute cities. It's all a, it's all a Say plan. Say that again, 15-minute cities is another strategy mm -hmm. to keep people basically like battery hens in within the 15 minutes of their neighbourhood. You can't can you, drive can you, more than... Uh, you know, you said, Dick, that, that makes a lot of sense to where I live. I live in back of Smart. Yep, I know the area. And, and we're, we're, having, we're having areas mm. with 
everything mm-hmm. from housing to uh, IGA. Yes, developed that area of land. That, up at a place called Stonehill. Oh, yeah. Up the top there. 15 minute city. Yeah, that's what they want. And, it, and, and, and you know, this electric vehicles are all part of it. Well, and well, um, That could be it. That could be one of the 15. I'm, I'm hearing you say because you're in, that, you, you're in a confined area, aren't you? You've and got everything. It's also about wasting money from the public purse because renewable energies at this stage are not, um, they're not fit for purpose. You know what I mean? Like, but they want to drain our, because uh, they want to lower our standard of living because poor people are easier to manipulate. Have you ever driven, Sam, down to uh, that Western Highway? Have you, have you ever, I know you live here, you live here, Docklands. Mm. Have you ever had the opportunity to drive at 7 o'clock a.m. in the morning like I did this morning coming down from Bacchus Marsh? It's an absolute disgrace. I know. I've driven down the Western Highway have plenty you? of times. And I'll tell you another thing, I drove the, uh, the, the, the uh, treasurer down there many years ago in my Lamborghini. Uh, Tim Palace? Yes. Yeah. I drove him down the Western Highway, and if you'll notice, when you come off the Tullamarine Freeway, it goes from 100 to 80 kilometres an hour until you get down to the Bob Jane... Um, uh, 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 no, NASCAR, NASCAR ring yeah. down there. And I said to Tim while we're driving, he was driving my Lamborghini. He wanted to drive it. I went and picked him up out at uh, Altona. Uh, this is many years ago. before, he, And uh, he's driving, and I said, now, mate, you're, in poli- you're a politician. I said, uh, it goes from 100 to 80. He said, oh, yeah. I said, just tell me this. Why does it go from 100 to 80? Uh, why do we have to drive at 80? It's the same road. There's no houses. There's nothing. Why have we... G-? He said... Uh, he said, I don't know. So, uh, in, to his credit, he... That's I not s- his job. Yeah, he, he rang me up and he said, I'll tell you why it's gone from 100 to 80. He said, because someone who was merging onto the freeway... Uh, collided with a car that was on the freeway and Doing didn't 100. merge properly. Either the car didn't let them in, or they di- they didn't uh, back off and just tail in behind them. And everyone now suffers for the ten-kilometre drive at eighty k because no one could merge properly. So the yeah. government did a knee-jerk reaction, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and um, yeah. that's why it's eighty. And that's so n- that's what we're dealing with. That's nanny stupidity. state. Nanny state, which is the stupidity of one individual, therefore everybody has to suffer. I hesitate. We have two lanes, and we have two lanes uh, from Melton, which has grown enormously into Caroline Springs. Mate, it's ridiculous. It is just embarrassing where we've got two, there should be a three-lane highway. For sure. Uh, it is, uh, anyway, I just, uh, they wouldn't know what it's like. People from this side, the other side of town wouldn't know what it's like coming to the West Sioux, as you know and I know. Mate, that Western Ring Road or that, it is just an absolute debacle. It is a joke. And there's more cars being registered and more immigration and more people getting licences and it's only going to get worse. they can't drive, Sam. They can't. They they cannot drive. They cannot drive. And I've watched them and I sit there and I just stay in the left lane and say to myself, Mm. have a look at this. Wouldn't have a wouldn't have got into the cornflakes packet. They got the license. It took me some of these people. Took me a hundred minutes to get to here this morning. You know, like from, from where from, from the, like out Greensboro way. You know what I mean? Which is minutes. not half an hour normally. In peak hour, it's a hundred minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that, anyway, that's that, that's an hour and forty minutes. So, I don't sorry? know why you said a hundred minutes. An, an hour, hour and forty minutes. minutes. I actually worked that out. <laughs> I know, but the fancy fancy Dick from Muff no, saying no, no, took a hundred minutes. So that's yeah, an hour and forty. I knew, I knew you would have worked that out. Have you, have you worked this out? This You've probably never thought of this, Doug. Did Go you on, ever... Did you, no, no, I, I noticed this the other day. Did you ever used to... Have you ever used a typewriter? 
I used to have a, a an have IBM. I used a typewriter. An IBM with a ball on it, you know, but this is before computers came. And the top line of a typewriter, I, I know this, is called <laughs> Quadriop. Uh, it starts well, so, with say a, that again. The top line of a typewriter is Quadriop. It's Q W E R J uh, T Y, and the second line is Astafigajikal A S T A S D F G, and the bottom line starts with Z. That's that's the characters on a typewriter. Now they've dumbed it down because no one's ever heard of a typewriter. If you want to uh, access something on the television and you have to dial in in the menu, it is all now in just uh, yeah. sequential order. It's just A, B, C, D, E, F, G, uh, which I know this sounds uh, very petty, Doug, but if you've been used to typing on a typewriter and doing the keys in order of what they are on a typewriter, it is quite difficult because you automatically go to the line you think the letter that you want is on, but it's not there. It's all now in sequential order. I know you don't know, have any idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> but it is not... Some people type, can pe- plenty of people can no, no, type without typists, looking at the keys. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, hearing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their fingers just go onto yes, the keys automatically. They can look away. They, they can type while Hunt you're talking. Can do that. Yeah, she yeah. does on the computer now. Because you, your fingers automatically go to the spaces because it's trained to... Now, if you want to book something on television or access the, uh, the, the information on it, you have to actually look where you're putting the cursor. So change the sequential order of numbers. What do you reckon I think about that? Yeah, it's a third world <laughs> problem, isn't it? They'd love to have this problem in Uganda. What do you think uh, I reckon Uganda. about in that? Uganda. I couldn't give a continental sound. No, that's right. But I'm you know that, but that's, I'm happy to hear you. But Thank you, Doug. I was only just doing this because I was typing in something yesterday and I thought... <laughs> Shit, I, that's that's not right. And then I looked at it, yeah. and they are all in a b, all in a line because yeah. kids today wouldn't even know what a typewriter was. No, that's right. No, and that's, that's sad, isn't cool. it? Well, they'll yeah. have to. Apple will have to change their text messaging and their their keyboard because uh, yes. that's exactly like a typewriter. That's right. So they're going to have to change that one. So why is oh. so why on the television if you 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 got an IQ box on Foxtel or whatever. If you want to um, find something you're looking for, you type in, in, and they don't. They're not in sequential. They're in sequential order. The letters. They don't use the typewriter reference. That's my point, Doug. And incidentally, Doug, it is impossible now to watch sport or any program unless you tape it. The amount of interruptions. With advertisements, I tried to watch NASCAR, I tried to watch the golf, this is sport, I tried to watch, a- well I don't watch AFL because if I watch it, I watch it on Foxtel who don't have ads. It is impossible to watch sport, whether it's the the cage fighting or boxing. Cricket. So. Cricket, you must tape everything you watch and then just trawl through the ads because they are mind-numbingly boring and they're so repetitive. If I see one more ad for underwear... <laughs> or finance, or um, that's insurance. Insurance or bloody uh, health drinks. Uh, they are the. Uh, you just you well, cannot watch television unless you trawl through the ads. I've got a question. So if, you, if you're watching the commercials, well, obviously you don't. But have you noticed? Now this I'm not saying for or against, but have you noticed how many same-sex couples are in the ads now? Yep. Just oh. have a notice. Just. 
Yeah. Extra, extra also, chewy it gums. The white, girls in the front seat. A white together. woman and a black guy as well. I've noticed that quite a bit. Amy. Yep. Yep. Now we mentioned this uh, some months ago. I mentioned uh, that all the all the ads, all the uh, most of the ads for the hundred um, percent. That's correct. Most well, we mentioned this a couple of months ago. I noticed this. Most of the ads that. Uh, um, uh, for drink driving or breaking the law or speeding are all given to white males, young white males. Yep. Uh, they get pulled up by breathalysers, the coppers, uh, you know, they're all white males. And all the fluffy ads like uh, for clothing and yep. um, uh, holidays are all uh, multi-race people who are given those jobs. Mm-hmm. But all the down ads for... Drinking and smoking and health and being obese are all are all white, predominantly white young males. Do you remember seeing the Smiths chips ad? Smiths. The two boys on the uh, on a on a, on a um, yes. Smiths. Uh, yeah, it, got, it didn't last long. Obviously, no. people would have rang in and said that is just a load of crap. Rang Selling in. Smiths chips. Remember that? Yeah, anyone remember that one? Yeah, I remember it. Yep. What they did? Well, who no, was they, it? They actually embraced and kissed on the uh, after having a chip together. Oh, did uh, they? And there was kids playing over here on yeah. the right of them, and uh, they were laying here on the couch. So this is how the, the activists grass. get involved in trying to change the way you think, and it's yep. this is what we say: it's so insulting to your intelligence that you have to be have that for want of a better word, ram down your throat. If people want to eat Smith's chips and kiss, stop trying to infiltrate and and, and trying to... Stop trying to... In, is he rung? Yeah, he did. He, he, um, He's calling in five. The doctor's calling in countdown five. Countdown has begun. But no, Sam, that's, that's a serious... That, that, the, uh, that Smith one stood out to me. was yeah. the one that I... Uh, you know, they've been pushing it for years, but it's really become predominant in recent years where they, just, you know, they push ideology in almost every ad. You yeah. can almost see, and, Extra chewy and it's exactly girls. what Sam says. Yeah, How yeah, stupid yeah. do they think we are? You think we can't see yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I do. Um, now, yeah, the well, I, I noticed that most commercial breaks, in probably in prime time. So yeah, if you're at home tonight, just have have a notice of have that. Have a notice of that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of been chopped. A lot of been cut. And that's missed one. Got chopped. Uh, he, he got he got changed because there's two blokes on a motorbike. Given each other the, the the five on the on their hand, and it's gone from laying on a mm. on a sheet on the on the ground, yep. uh, by and it doesn't work. And kissing. Did yeah. you heard about that Bud Light in America? They had this transgender woman, I think, as the uh, kind of, and then everybody boycotted the thing, and the stock went through the floor. Yeah, you know, but in Anheuser Bud, I think, Anheuser Bush. That's right, Del, Del Mulaney or something. Name is um, yeah, Mulaney. Yeah. So, so there's plenty of that going on, but uh, we we live and let live, Doug. But we just don't like to have people telling us we have to change our opinion about everything if you want to change your opinion that's fine we live and let live we don't care what your signal is what you pretend you are but please don't insult us by saying there's more than two genders and it's all right for men to play women's sport as long as they identify as a woman it's just bullshit it is so insultingly stupid that that, 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 but we let it wash over ourselves because no one's going to push back because they get cancelled, mm-hmm. they just lose their job. Are you, uh, are we, uh, we, we, we're, we come from a state, Victoria, of courageous guts, show guts and all that, and, mm-hmm. and we don't, we're not sheep. We, we have become sheep Anzac in Spirit. Victoria. We have become weak. 
And that hurts me to say that because I'm a, I'm a proud Melbourne boy, Victorian boy, Braybrook boy, Western Suburbs boy. We have become weak and follow the sheep. Now, 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 I don't know much about Tay-Tay. Uh, do you follow Tay-Tay? A Taylor Sam? Swift? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Sam's a big fan. No, I'm, I'm a fan. She's Name a one song she sings. No, I, I can't, but she's... A, she's you, you, you're surely not saying... What are you saying about Taylor Swift? Well, because of the media, main yeah. media hype and build-up... Yeah. Mate, someone labelled her as good as the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, another planet. Mm. As good as Elvis. Please give me a break. Mm. Tay Tay. No, but that's, uh, that's she's a phenomena, though. You can't. No, she, you can't she, well, she's a phenomena no, among young women. That, that, that's that's as, that's either subjective or objective, whichever one. Th- to say that she is uh, uh, built up by the media. But but we still got to have someone to go and see her. Like she's sold out a hundred thousand in three separate shows each. Mm. Hundred. Mm. She's a billionaire. She writes her own songs. I, I don't know one of her songs, but I tell you what, you couldn't. And I, I don't think there's been ever anyone that's got near Elvis or the Beatles or Michael Jackson. But I tell you what, in, when history uh, is written in a decade, she'll be right up there. You, you cannot decry or am, I, deny. am I out of line, Sam? Am I? Have I Not at all. That's your opinion, Doug. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Because certainly it's a different kind of artist to someone like you know Elvis or the Beatles. Do you like Eminem? Do you like that rap stuff? So he, he is... Who? who? Eminem? What's Eminem? Eminem? <laughs> He's a rapper from the late 90s. No, but they're a... They're a um, Eminem. Marshall Mathers. But they're a lolly, Eminems. Lolly? <laughs> No, seriously, M&M's, who's yeah, M&M's? No, no, that's right. Who did you say M&M? What's that? It's a M&M. 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 Is that a band? M&M. M&M. He's a rapper. M&M. Who's that, Sue? M&M. M&M. He's a rapper. He used to be popular Stan. 20 years ago. He was sort of popular yeah, no, for a while. He was huge, Doug. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, like, you, know, you know that rap music? <laughs> what rap music? <laughs> Came in down the seat. Oh, 50 there. cents. Yep. 50 cents. Like 50, 50 cents. 50 cents. Yeah, all that. And Canino West. Kanye, Kanye West. Kanye. 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 Kanye West. Kanye West. He's gotten into trouble about, hasn't he? Kanye right? West. He's changed his he's name to Yay. Yay. Kanye West. He goes out with the M&N. Name. What's his name? M&N. M&N. Marshall Mathers is well, his real name. Anyhow. Is that right? Uh, so so he's uh, huge, Doug. Dick? And the, but I, I don't like that music, but that that's only our opinion. Yep. But Taylor Swift, you could not... You have to go a long way to find to criticise Taylor Swift. In fact, you'd be unfair if you. But if you don't like her music, or I, I, I couldn't. I've never heard one of her songs, or if I did, I wouldn't know it was her. Mm-hmm. But holy mackerel, she's big, isn't she? I'm, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I'm not she's a fan of her music, but she is a phenomena, and. Um, I do think through she, media? Make, she makes media? a lot of people happy. Like mothers and their daughters tend to be the main audience to go to it, and good luck to them if it makes them all happy. Good luck. And I'm I'm sure I'll be out of line here. I might have been a bit out of line by no, my crack there. Doug, that, that's, uh, that's nonsense, Doug. That's your opinion. That's what we do. On the, and you're entitled you, to it. You, you, you know an opinion can never be wrong. Mm. Only facts can be wrong. If you say, That's your opinion. I'm not saying she's no good. I'm just saying that yes. when they started I saying as good as the Beatles yeah, and right. Elvis, yeah. you're kidding, aren't you? Well, I, mm. wouldn't, I wouldn't say that either. But I, I tell you, when history is written, she'll be... Up there with she'll them. She'll be probably the... The f- second name that rolls off your tongue will probably be Taylor Swift. Uh, if anyone ever topples Elvis off the top, I'd like to see that. But um, that's people say Elvis has been well surpassed by other. Do you know who the biggest selling um, uh, musician, big, biggest selling artist in America might be? Mightn't be now, but was 
well, a couple of years ago, um, country country singer called Garth Brooks. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah. You ever heard of Garth, Garth I Brooks? I have heard of him, Sam, Yeah, yes. well, he's yeah. huge. The bl- what's, the, what's the Shirley Kidman? What's her name? From here. She married Nicole, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. What's her bloke's what's name? What's the Sheila Kidman called? He's, he's a country Keith western singer. Keith Urban. Thanks, Sue. You're welcome. Keith, Keith Urban. He's good. He is good. Do you like him? You I like do. Country. I like country western. I, I, I like the uh, old, you know, Willie Nelson. You know, you know Taylor Swift was country Kenny when she Rogers. started. She came from Nashville. Uh, yeah. She did. Her the first late album. Kenny Rogers. Yep. Her first album was country music. Kenny and Dolly. Well, I like her then. No, uh, Dolly's still with yeah, us. Yeah, Kenny's not. I like not. her. I'm a bit hard on her, Sam. I, I, I want to retract. Who are you hard on? Trevor Taylor. Swift. I mean Taylor Swift. Trevor Swift. I want to retract. You, you, what, what, what did you say originally? You didn't say anything derogatory about Taylor Swift. No, I didn't, you just, I just said, said she wouldn't be, in your opinion, she wouldn't be, in your opinion, next to Michael Jackson, the Beatles or Elvis. That's, that's a very fair comment. But I'm just saying to you that um, she's, uh, she, she eventually, when it's all written in dust and uh, set in stone, you'll find... Mm-hmm. That she'll be right up there because she, uh, the beauty of what she does, she writes her own songs uh, as opposed to Frank she'll Sinatra. She'll sell her uh, music at the she, end. Hmm? She'll sell her writing the songs at the end yes. and make millions See, and the millions. Beatles wrote she's their songs. 1.5 billion she's worth, Sam. Yes, now. the Beatles mm-hmm. wrote their songs. Uh, Elvis didn't write any songs, nor did Frank Sinatra. Here's the song. Here we go. Righto. Righto. Uh, Doc? Hello, hello. Holy mackerel. Now, Doc, let me just introduce who's here with us. I've built you up so big uh, that you better be good. Oh, no. We've got Doug. Have you ever heard of Doug Hawkins, who is the record games holder for the Footscray Football Club in AFL? Doug Hawkins used to be. Doug, what a pleasure to meet you, Doug. Thank you very much for joining the podcast today. Lovely to be involved, Ben. Uh, doctor, uh, uh, doctor, his name's Doug. Well, it's, it's going to be doctor. all downhill from here, Sam. It's going to be all downhill after Doug Hawkins. And we've got uh, Dick from Muff is in. Uh, yes. Muff, yes. I told you it was going downhill. <laughs> and we've got Ivan over here and Susan Stanley uh, OAM. Well, it's, it's just lifted a bit. It's just lifted a bit with the OAM. Oh, thanks, and, um, ben. Has Doug Hawkins got an OAM yet? No, no, I haven't. Uh, Bennett, he, but he can't pronounce the three letters in order <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> and what about you, Sam? Has anyone suggested at any point that you should receive some kind of Australia Day honour? Pr- plenty of people have suggested I shouldn't receive any sort of <laughs> honour or award at all. Uh, mm. So I've taken that on advisement, uh, Doc. Now, now, speaking of Australia Day, have you heard the breaking news that's come through today about the boss of Woolworths, Brad Banducci. Yeah, you interviewed him. What's yeah, happening? Yeah, Brad Banducci. Uh, you know, this is a really interesting situation because he has lost his job today. I mean, he's he's quitting. He's decided to go. But we know what happens in in high profile, well paying jobs like this. People don't go. Uh, of their own volition, they yeah. kind of read the room and they realise it's time to go. We had he this very still... discussion about being sacked, uh, Doug, and all, yeah. all, all that. You eventually get sacked no matter how you top and tail it. Yeah, and he he basically is gone because of what happened with Australia Day, which is pretty extraordinary to think that a year or so ago he was looking at The Voice and probably thinking, OK, The Voice is going to get up and, you know, we need to think about Australia Day 2024. Let's get rid of the Australian flag and the stubby holders and the thongs and everything else. 
Uh, it blew up in his face. Australia really reacted strongly to it and said, mate, we don't like someone trying to cancel Australia Day. Um, and now he's gone. I mean, he, he walked out of an interview with Four Corners on Monday night when he was being asked about supermarket prices and competition. He broke the golden rule of television, Sam, which you know better than anyone, which is if, you, if you're being subjected to a grilling, don't spit the dummy, don't walk out because they're going to make that the the key part of the promo and the story. Well, he did that on Monday night, and here we are on Wednesday, and he's no longer the boss of Woolworths. Well, he got his just desserts, Doc, and you interviewed him after Woolworths decided not to show Australia Day memorabilia, and uh, you gave him a bit of a a grilling and just asked him the the questions everyone wanted to know the answers to. Well, I I did say to him before he did that interview, because I I spoke to him the day before while I was convincing him to do the interview, I said, if I was you, I'd be saying sorry. And he didn't really do that with the same level of passion that I was suggesting, because, you know, sometimes you've just got to realise, hang on a moment, I've lost this argument, I just need to apologise, cop it sweet and move on. And he's not a bad person at all, Brad Banducci, the boss of Woolworths, uh, because I've dealt with him before to do with a charity that he supports and I support as well, so... Good people make bad mistakes, and he certainly made one in the last uh, no, little while. Ben, has that got a lot to do with the Australian Day not supporting it? Yeah, that Woolworths? Is, is that, yeah, is that mate, all, the, all about that's that? It. That's what yeah. we're talking that's about, it. Doug. Okay. That's no, it. Saying, I mean, that's, no, that's, what that's why he got sacked, Ben. Just that, the Australian well, Day not supporting Yeah, I mean, that, that, was, that was the beginning of the end for him, because, because before that, Doug, no one knew who Brad Banducci was outside Correct. of the Indeed. corporate world. No one would have ever have heard of him. And, um, and the moment he started fiddling with Australia Day, Aussies get very protective around those things, the same as people do around Christmas or Mother's should. Day or Father's Day. I'll give you an example, right? This is a classic case. This was a few years ago. A few years ago, I was asked to host a Mother's Day Awards. So they said, look, can you come along? We're going to crown you know, our mother of the year and they have a young mum of the year and an older mother of the year. And I went along and I hosted this event and you meet these remarkable women, you know, some of whom might have might have fostered, you know, 50 different kids or they've set up businesses to help young women, whatever they might have done. Anyway, I handed out all these great awards and then when it came time for the next year, the mob who was organising the awards said, oh, look, we won't need you this year because um, we're not having the mother's, Day awards anymore and I said oh, okay no worries all right no problem but then they let slip they said oh you know it's because it's not very inclusive and I said what do you mean they said well you know like not everyone's got a mum and you know what is a mother uh, do we really want to be celebrating just certain members of society in this day and age and I said to them I said look I think you're making a horrible mistake here and they did you know I, I mean I ended up then doing it on radio, people called in and went berserk. Another organisation then stepped in and said, well, if they're not going to host them, we will. And it was it was a sign that people are very protective of some of those traditions that we we have around our country, our mum and our dad, and, and some of those other key celebrations we have like Christmas or Easter. You must, your ears must have been burning, Doc, because we have discussed this on the first segment about um, uh, a, a, a bloke who... Uh 
got a letter sent to him because he won a maths competition and the school said they have done very well and they had the top score and his father said, with the two people in it? And he said, no, the school just calls him they because they don't want to identify him as a man, a boy or a girl. <laughs> and, and, Unbelievable. And, and the the mothers and fathers these days are called birthing parents. They don't uh, <laughs> they, they don't differentiate between who's having the kid or not. Uh, now, I Doc, think you'll find everyone does have a mother technically though. I mean, I don't I don't think there's anybody, mm. no matter who they are, didn't emerge from a woman, unless you know maybe they've got some. Now, Doc. Yeah, I, I, I think you might. I, I think you about. might be right there. I mean, I know that we were talking about test tube babies and yeah. things like that in the 1980s, but last time I checked, I think everyone's got a mother. So uh, it is a strange world we live in. I saw a comedian do a bit recently where he said, "Oh, you know, I've got this son, uh, and he's a real boys' boy, if you know what I mean. He's a bit of a he/him." And it was, and he got this great reaction because it's like, I mean, how crazy that we've got to the point of having to define these things about and worrying about: Am I allowed to say this word? Am I allowed to say the word him? Can I say her? Can I say mother? Can I say father? But you know what? The mob has decided that they're going to ignore a lot of this BS that goes on, and that's the main thing. And it's kind of encouraging to see so many people pushing back and saying, "No, we're not going to be." ordered around and bullied into behaving a certain way that makes absolutely no sense. Now, Doc, you uh, did you not, did you not, or did I read this incorrectly, did you interview a man called Shane Rose, or did you say... Um, yes. Just tell us <laughs> what Shane Rose did and how the Olympic Federation is deciding yeah. if Shane can ap- actually represent the country. Shane Rose is an equestrian star, and uh, he's hopefully going off to the Paris Olympics, and they were holding an equestrian event, and for a number of years, they've had a fancy dress element for a little bit of fun to show that they're not all, you know, as posh as we might think they are when they're involved in equestrian. And one of the outfits that he wore was a mankini, right? So a little bit like Borat wore in that in that movie, Borat. So he had the mankini on, which is a little bit like a G-string that goes all the way from the Jats crackers to up above the shoulders. And anyway, someone, one person complained. One person complained. So what does Equestrian Australia do? They launch an investigation. They stand down Shane Rose until the investigation is complete. And good on Shane Rose because he decided to tell everyone about it. Um, And now Equestrian Australia has read the room and realised, okay, this is ridiculous. We're not going to bar a bloke for wearing a mankini. Uh, So he's now okay, he's cleared, and hopefully he's going to be there at the Paris Olympics. But Uh, it just goes to show you the power of one. One whinger has a sook. And people start getting petrified and thinking we better react to this. And it was a bit, it was a bit dicey at one stage because when he tried to get off the horse, they had to rock him to break the suction on the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I did ask him. I said, "Hey, listen, what was, what was the chafing like? You know what I mean? Because I just can't imagine on the, you know, on the leather saddle, and you've got, you know, the little boys down there. And I mean, I don't know about yours, but but mine are." 
They're very, very delicate. You know what I mean? They don't want to be thrashed around. Jesus, mine, mine, like my plums now hang over the saddle like they're saddlebags. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sure Sue's enjoying all of this. Sorry about yeah, that. No, Sorry, Sue. No, uh, no, well, he got his ought stuck on the saddle. Christ. Anyhow, uh, so he's back in town, and I wonder if he'll wear it in the Olympics in the Australian colours, gold and green, but just have the mankini uh, at the Olympics. Well, that should get some press. When I interviewed him, I said, hey, you, you know, when you go to Paris, you should pull it out over there in Paris. Now, I met the man Keeney, but I did then receive a few people saying, what are you talking about? He should pull it out in Paris. Uh, but anyway, I'm off to Paris as well this year, so I'll be talking to you at some stage from, from France when I'm over there for the Olympic Games. Wow, are you taking the bride? No, no, the bride is going to be staying at home and she'll be working and the kids will be at home as well. And look, I'm... It's not much of a holiday. As I've said to Jody, I, I, you know, when, when I go away with her, I prefer not to be working because it is going to be one of those things where I'm going to be working pretty hard and covering the Olympics and doing a radio show and everything else. Hey, listen, have you seen the thing about Brendan Favola? Have you seen what's happened to Fev? No. Go okay, Brendan me. Favola mm. has been told that he's facing arrest by Victorian sheriffs unless he pays $26,000 worth of fines on the spot. So apparently he's got more than $25,000 worth of outstanding fines and tolls. So I don't know how this happens. I what, mean, I parking? do remember... He, he no, thought, yeah, he thought yeah. Ben, he was uh, bankrupt. Once you, once you decide you're bankrupt, all these, uh, say, fines and, and bills, what they may be, he thought they just get deleted, but uh, they don't. It Once was, you get back yeah, on right. uh, on the way, back on top financially, they go again for you, do they? Yeah, well, well it doesn't um, get what? So it was from. No, two- he's, he's now been told. He's now been told you've got to pay the amount in full, and all of this unfolded. A sheriff turned up at his house, um, and his wife was there as well, Alex, at the time, and she saw all this unfolding. And according to Fair, Alex, his wife is absolutely filthy. So. $26,000 worth of unpaid well, fines. Well, the sheriff, and the sheriff walks notice. into the house and he'll nominate what he thinks is worth 26000 So they'll put that in a, a hold <laughs> until you stump up the money for the twenty six. Well, Ben, his wife pulled out her credit card and just went bang, and there was 26000 paid. That's the mail I got. Yeah, really. Yeah, well, he's in a bit of a spot of bother, Fair, But anyway, it's good to see those two still together because they went through so, a couple of so when you go to, patches over the years. When you go to Paris, are you are mm. you covering a particular sport or are you just going over no, there? No, I'll be for, doing. Uh, I'll be doing. Interviews. Yeah, I'll be hosting the radio show from over there and just doing bits and pieces for Channel Nine's coverage. I don't know what I'll be doing. I did offer to commentate the table tennis because I thought. That'd be a bit of fun. I'd love to get really into the table tennis and get to know all the key players in table tennis worldwide and uh, be the, the voice and face of table tennis uh, for the Nine Network. But they haven't got back to me on that offer, so they might have found someone better to commentate the table tennis. Hey, Ben, I heard Channel Nine you idiot. asked you to host the, the racing, the uh, Victorian racing down here. Is that can you add? No, can you, no, no. no uh, you've been asked before, Eddie. Got asked. Is that right? No, they've, they've they've got our mate Eddie doing that. In oh, fact, they, I spoke to Eddie yesterday about it. I had Eddie on the show yesterday, and you know what? I followed up on the conversation that he had with you guys, Sam, uh, just last week. I thought that was really interesting how you had Eddie on after his trip to the Super Bowl, and he pointed out some of those holes that we have in sporting infrastructure in Australia, 
like, you know, Taylor Swift performing at the MCG, What If It Rains, and you had the big blackout just a day or so before after the wild storms in Victoria. We've got the same thing here. We've had massive storms in Sydney, and now we've got Taylor Swift Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. Now, if there's a massive storm, I don't know what happens to the concert. So how crazy that we don't have that facility in Melbourne or Sydney, our two biggest cities. I mean, I know you've got other smaller locations where you can have a roof, but you can't have a big stadium concert for someone like Taylor Swift or Elton John or Billy Joel uh, without worrying about the weather. So did the doctor doctor ask uh, the connections of Taylor Swift for an interview? No, however, uh, Taylor Swift was dining last night at a restaurant in Sydney and it just so happens that one of my radio listeners was sitting two tables away from her and snapped a photo of her there in the restaurant and and so um, I had her on this morning, Sarah, telling us all about what it was like to be sitting just metres from Taylor Swift. So my wife and my daughter Pearl are going to a concert this weekend in Sydney so they're very excited. I, I landed two tickets and I thought, I think this is a good one to flick past to Jody and Pearl. Well, my son, Jack, he took uh, my two granddaughters and his wife. They went along to Taylor Swift uh, for the third her third concert here, uh, third 100,000 person. Uh, so we were discussing this before you came on. Doug Hawkins, uh, this is his opinion and uh, probably mine as well. He said... Taylor Swift would never surpass uh, Elvis or uh, the Beatles or uh, how could you say them almost in the same breath? And I did say, I think, uh, Doug, would be fair to say, um, when history is written, you'll find that Taylor Swift will be, unless she's uh, just a couple of years or two or three year wonder, she'll be right up there when it comes to uh, superstars. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit like comparing AFL players from from different decades you know it becomes very complicated when you do that but I'd say that she would be up there if you looked at the at the top five biggest names in music in in the history of music uh, and you'd have to say that the Beatles in are in there and Elvis Presley's in there I think you'd have to say Frank. that she's in there as well and she yeah, does have a- Frankie I mean Elton John Billy Joel Michael Jackson um, I mean I don't know but but I'll give you just one example on that Someone said uh, on the text line while I was on air earlier this week, they said, mate, she's not the biggest star in the world. Cristiano Ronaldo is the biggest star in the world, right, the soccer player. Well, we went then and had a look. We did some research on what's he worth and what she's worth, and I'm here to tell you she's worth a lot more than him. I mean, she is a, a massive, massive name, a big star, a branding expert. She's just so good at positioning herself, but... Yeah, I mean, you look at when the Beatles arrived down under, it was Beatles mania back then, and there's Taylor Swift mania today. So I suppose she has good a luck wholesome, to all of them. She has a wholesome quality, I think, you know, and obviously she seems to resonate with kind of mothers and their daughters and stuff. So, you know, I think it has an audience, and, um, you know, it's a lot better than no. some stuff that's around today anyway. Well, you know what? I'll just, on that, Dick, I, I think this is interesting. She stands up for herself. Exactly. She doesn't take crap. And I think as the father of two young daughters who are seven and four, I like that about her. I like uh, about Taylor Swift that when, you know, when Kanye West um, did something to her where he, he got up and spoiled it when she won a Grammy Award and whatever, yeah, that was um, she handled it well. But, but later on, she finds a way of kind of getting square with people. She had this other bloke, um, Scooter Braun, who's a big kind of 
agent and producer who yeah. ended up buying her back catalogue. Yeah, and, and George Soros thought, oh, was involved. George Soros was yeah, involved. Yeah, so then she was like, oh, so hang on a moment. So now every time someone listens to my music, that prick who I can't stand is going to earn a dollar. So she went and re-recorded all albums. of the music and released them as, as Taylor's versions. I, I think there is something to be said about... You know, yeah. a, a that strong shows woman. Guts. Yeah, that shows guts. Yeah, who, who shows guts when she's challenged. Well, and she what, uh, writes her own songs, which is uh, that's good yeah. too. That's yep. And she and she's also attractive. She is, and, and, a, and a positive and a doc, positive role model. Her you partner know? doc. If you upset Taylor, you don't want him grabbing you by the throat. Kelsey. Well, I'm Kelsey, I'm here to break name? some yeah. news Trevor to you. Kelsey. I'm here to reveal. What is it? Hang on. I'll, I'll reveal exclusively on the You Cannot Be Serious podcast that the boyfriend. The gridiron player, he'll be gone within three months. Wow. Gone. Elaborate, Doc. Is that... Well, what will happen is, right, he's going to go and party now post-Super Bowl, right? So he'll be out with his mates having as much fun as he can. Um, And I just think that Taylor, I think something's going to happen in the next three months where she's going to go, you know what, he's a nice bloke, he's a good football player, but he's not husband material. Could she so find I think an Aussie? Find it. Could she find gone. an Aussie maybe down, yeah, with, no, down under? Sydney this week. Now you're talking. That's a now very fair talking. comment, that uh, Doc, because if you saw him carrying on like a cockhead, I know uh, he's a bogan. He does look <laughs> like one, doesn't he? An American bogan. He's a American Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I love a love story, but something's telling me that there's going to be a crash coming to that relationship. Right, we're putting this down in the uh, in the almanac here, Doc. You've predicted this. In three months when uh, she... It'll be all up, over. We, we will be It'll referring be to over. this, saying that you are the prognosticator. Mm. And you sound pretty good, Sam. Are you in a good place at the moment? Oh, yeah, no, I'm laughing. Jeez. No, no, I'm just... What's wrong? Nothing, no, just, just just stumping along. I interviewed, i tell you what, you've got to have a thick skin. I interviewed John Setka. I don't know if you've ever heard of John Setka. Oh, I heard that, yeah, yeah, from the CFMEU. Did we take a nice fucking belting for that? Christ, I did, and so did he, um, just for interviewing John Setka. So you've got to have a thick, thick skin in the business, uh, Doc. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, people can get very funny about why do you talk to this person or why do you no, talk to that person. It's a person of interest. Exactly. I love talking to people who have got different opinions compared to my own. I mean, if you're in an echo chamber the whole time, life can become very boring. And I'm with you. I've got so many friends who are absolutely different to me when it comes to political opinions and life experience. So, Sam, don't listen to them. And let me just ask one more to, to Doug before I say goodbye. Doug... You yes, had a crack at Parliament at one stage. Are you are you tempted to have another go at Parliament, or is or is is that stage of your life done and dusted? Uh, ben, I think I um, it was two thousand thirteen, and uh, I was number two on the ticket, and a good mate of ours, Barry Michael. Remember Barry Michael, Doc? Yep, ex world champion fighter. He was number one. Uh, uh, Jackie Lambie. Uh, the great Jackie Lambie was. <laughs> I got a story there, Doc, but we'll leave that alone. Uh, she was a part of that, and uh, I think I got a feeling, Doc, you you would back me up on this one. Glenn Lazarus might have been. Is that sound yes, right? Yes, he was. Yep. And he got he actually got in as a senator. He he made it in New South Wales. If I'm right or wrong, there. Yeah, no, he became a senator. We call him the brick with ears, uh, Glenn Lazarus, one of the <laughs> toughest rugby league players ever to play the game, and. And, yeah, what about Clive? Did you have much to do with Clive Palmer at the time? Well, he actually rang me to ask me to be involved in it, and uh, I thought it was my great mate Russell Gilbert. Do you remember Russell Gilbert? Hey, age Saturday. Yeah. 
Well, because yeah. me and Gilbo went to school together. We grew, Doc, we grew up together, and I thought it was Russell. So I, I chucked on a different voice. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, are you related to Scotty Palmer? He's a <laughs> he said, no, oh, no. And then I said to him, are you the cousin of Chicken? Chicken Palmer. And he hung up. <laughs> I thought it was Gilbo. I thought it was Gilbo. So I was taking the piss out of him. And then Barry Michael rang me and said, mate, the billionaire's just rang you and you asked him, is he the cousin of Chicken Palmer? Mate, he's pissed <laughs> off. Oh, so, mate. Isn't it the worst? Well, so I did say, isn't it the worst? I did say to Doug, uh, Doc, that if he goes back on the campaign, I said, uh, there's one thing you must retain me as, that is your speech therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. Hey, listen, I'll love you and leave you and I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Uh, good on you, Doc. You're a star. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Oh. See you later. Bye bye. 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 That, that was very good, uh, <laughs> Sam. Now. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's now. a good one. Uh, all right. So, well, um, so Sam, very quickly, the reason why I asked him about uh, the, the Australia Day with Woolworths—it's a month ago. Why, why haven't he got sacked? No, Doug, Four or five days later, Doug, and, and a just, month later, he he came on, and he—that was exactly why he came on. He told us that the man had got the sack over that, and you said, "Did he get the sack over the Australia?" Why he got the sacked earlier, John, uh, Sam. Well, because it took a while for Australia Day's only been a fortnight yeah. away, and it took, it took a, while a while for, for the, the, uh, the uh, for, for the wagons to circle and chickens uh, to come home to roost. Yeah, so uh, but I liked it when you said, "Now is that why he got sacked?" He just spent the whole five <laughs> minutes telling you that's why he got sacked. Now we're just going to finish this. We won't do another segment. We've got there. I've got to go to my next gig, Sam. It's in December, but anyway, come on, come on. <laughs> it's a bad line, Very good line, very good. Now we're just giving a shout out to. Have you ever heard of Michael Christian Menswear.com? He sells. He sells players. No, no, no. Same name, but it's, no. Okay, I'm just. No, no. He sells the hats. Uh, if people, they're called. You cannot be serious. Hats. He is. We've. He's sold out of them several times, but he's managed to secure a small. Uh, cache of hats that uh, were made and uh, have been let go and put onto the market again. So if you want a You Cannot Be Serious cap, you know, like a, a, a baseball cap thing, just the normal caps, uh, you can uh, get in touch with michaelchristianmenswear.com and uh, for the very, very reasonable tariff of I don't know what they're selling for. Uh, but Don Scott said they're overpriced no matter what they're selling for. Uh, so I said, that's going a long way to uh, actually promoting the product, Doug. So, uh, Don, so anyhow, he's got the caps. Uh, Kate Save, you've ever heard her? She's B-Fit Food. Uh, that she, yes, she, I have. Yeah, it's very yeah, good product. Very good product. And Kate's out there, and we like to give her a shout out. And That's there's a couple of other shout outs just quickly. Um, uh, Ken. Ken was a uh, at the town hall. At the town hall, when we went to the Australia Day function, we neglected to mention Ken uh, about. Um, Wasn't it at the Neil Mitchell thing? It was. It was at the. It was at the. So Neil that was Mitchell. a town, town hall rather than Parliament House. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Where was it, uh, Sue, please? Melbourne Town Hall. So we, we Ken is here. Carpenter, what is he? He's been there for 27 years and we forgot to... Yeah. He was a food man. Food oh, man. okay. So Ken, hello. And uh, he listens and Was who, it Ken or Keith? Kenny, it is. And then uh, Alan from the Port Point Cook Central Football Club. Did we oh, ever Point give a Cook. shout out to Alan? No, he was down at Kippers, wasn't it? the fish and chip place, where you were eating yeah, your chippies. Kippers. Chippies. Now, 
uh, this has been going almost... What we like to do is read out comments that people do. I couldn't read out the comments about um, John Setka and me. Why were we interviewing John Setka? Why do uh, people have a problem with it, Sam? I He's my boss, Sam, by the way. Well, so... I'm a member of the CFMEU. So there you go. hell of a lot of people are in, in his, in his, on his side... And, of course, there's a hell of a lot of people aren't, and that's the employers and the employees, uh, the never-ending battle between uh, them and us. Uh, so it was. I'm very glad I spoke to him. He's a very nice man. I don't know what he's done. And we asked him all the questions. They said, oh, you're soft. We asked him all the questions about his domestic disputes, about his disputes with governments, about... Uh, was, was, uh, and he was, uh, he was uh, very glad I interviewed him, and I'm thanking him again. Um, uh, we had on uh, Heidi Victoria. I couldn't. I, I've got all the comments here, but and they said, Jesus, Heidi was a spokesman for the electric vehicle industry and said the climate change, and you pulled her up on that. And I said, No, they were Heidi's opinions, and she was a very well received by some and uh, like everyone. And um, someone said, uh, Frank from um, uh, Frank. I wrote this down. Frank from West Carrum said. Why don't you let Sue Stanley speak more? Are you scared that she may say something you have to agree with or is this just your misogynistic trait uh, that's coming out? I thought, well, that's a reasonable building. I, was, um, I, 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 Sue, I like I let, Frank. I let Sue say anything and if I agree with it, I agree. And I don't know how that's misogynistic. That is, uh, Doug, I think that means you don't like women, doesn't it? Or does it, what's yeah, misogynist mean? That's what it means, Sam. But I, yeah. I think you sexist. definitely like women. You're sexist. I, I like, I'm a hetero... No, I'm Sam, a, a, you a don't... raging heterosexual. You don't like them, Sam. You love them. Some of them I do, don't you? Right. Some of them. Um, I thought I'd chuck that in. He doesn't like them, he loves them. We, we, uh, we, uh, I think it'd be fair to say, I can't speak for <laughs> yeah. all of you, but uh, the men here, I think we're yeah. heterosexuals. Correct. Uh, it's, it's, it's a sort yeah, of... Very traditional. Not traditional. Not allowed to be called a heterosexual anymore. He's sort of one of the... One of the uh, one of the one of the minorities. We're allowed to be white heterosexuals are one of the minorities. Well, that's one of the minorities in the in the community at the minute. You haven't strayed any. Not. I don't mean with other. I'm very flexible at times. Flexible. No, you haven't. You haven't been tempted to befriend people of the same sex ever, have you, Doug? No, well, no, well. You have good friends who are Put males, him on the spot but you've never had a, a romantic. Never had an encounter. And never fantasy? had a romantic. No fantasy. Fant- fantasy interest in someone well, of the same sex, Doug? Have well, you? I'm, 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 what? Well, you're thinking uh, about that? I'm, a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably open to most things. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure about that. But if I, you're standing erect I'm and breathing, you're through to the semis going. without <laughs> dropping a set, as we say. Man, woman, or beast. I don't know. I think we'll cut out beast, but um, <laughs> men or women, I suppose, will have a crack. Uh, We've got an open then. mind. Uh, yeah, open up a crack. Beef yeah. curtains. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we can't be on air, surely. No, surely, surely not anymore. No, we're not. So, so anyhow, play the music, so, Sam. So, anyhow, uh, th- Sue, thank you so much, uh, and Doug. That was uh, what, thanks, what, Sam. I'd, I'll tell you what I'd like to ask you on air. Could you do this once a month? I could. Yeah, well, so we have Greg Evans comes in once a month, and we'd like you good to bloke, come Greg. in. Greg, he's good, Greg. Yeah, yeah, we'd like you to come in. No, once that'd be a nice. Eh? But well, I'm sure we'll speak. Let after me talk this. to Hundal, sweetheart. Yeah, and, uh, oh, I'll come no, back. We here. don't get paid. None uh, of us get uh, paid. Sorry. <laughs> 
None of us get no, paid. No, I can't come in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to come in, but... Uh, we, yeah, well, I'm on traffic control, you know. I'm we, on 65 we, bucks an hour. Go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> None of us get paid. We, we don't make any money out of this. Uh, no, but, this but is, uh, hence, Wayne Lubby saying that we uh, make money out of belting... With uh, the footy, Sam, that might be good. Be good. No, what's that? About the footy and all the stuff. Right. That's right. So only if you're down here for your work we're commitments stuff, or yeah. you have to go and have your hearing, hearing checked. I'm going to see Dr Theodore Redhead now. Dr. Theodore. Uh, Dr. Right. Theodore. Doug uh, and, and Dick. <laughs> Thank you. Doug, Dick, Ivan and Dickhead me and uh, young Sue. The marvellous Sue. Uh, thank you very much. Just crazy about you